my goodness. Oh my goodness. April Fools, April Fools, April Fools, April Fools. Oh, you know that's my song. I Is love it? It's a great song. song. It's a great song. I love, that song. I love And the funny thing is, is I love her version and I love Aretha Frank, uh, I mean Aretha's version and Dionne Warwick's version because they sing it very differently. Oh, okay. Aretha I've makes it that kind of sort of jazzy number. Right. And Dion Warwick's version is a ballad. It's like this power ballad. In oh, I'll have to listen to that because yeah. I only know Aretha's. Anyway, hi, Courtney. Hi, it's us. Welcome to I'ma <laughs> Let You Finish with Cheryl Teague and Lola Falada. I want to be Lola for fuck's sake. <laughs> I, I, the funny thing in my head is I was like, I know that hoe's going to pick Lola. I know she's going to want to be Lola. Okay, listen. If you had a, well, not for nothing. Cheryl Teague's turned out to be, like, kind of a weirdo. So that's oh, not so bad. Did she turn out to be a weirdo? She was, like, one of the... I don't want to talk about Cheryl Teague. Ah! <laughs> well, no, you have to finish that now. No, I just what? remember she went... Didn't she go out with Peter Beard for a long time? And he was a weirdo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there was something going on. Have we all fucking dated a fucked a weirdo? I mean, let's just be honest about that. Speak for yourself. (laughs) Well, I'm usually the weirdo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Welcome to the show. Welcome. Spring up It's a spring up there. All right, so we decided today because it's just a lot, and there's a lot going on, and you know what's going on in the world, and we don't want to talk about it right now because neither one of us want to day drink, or maybe you do. I don't. So what we've decided to do in honor of spring, we're going to do our spring cleaning episode. AKA, this show is sponsored to you by fuckery. Because and there's mentoring. a lot of fuckery going and on. And But so. before we get to that, before we get to we're we're just giving you a heads up. We're, this is going to be Courtney and I just just talk about like are you, it's going to be our are you kidding me with this shit? Right. Are you kidding? This is going to be. But before we get to that, I didn't watch the NCAA because I it was too late. But yay, Baylor, Baylor yeah, won. Yeah, they won. They beat uh, they beat the Zags and they were the Zags were number one and they everybody thought they were going to win and Baylor came in there like not today, Satan, and they motherfucking swept it up, beat them like they. Baylor had the lead from the beginning and never gave it up, and they won. And good and, for And I heard them. the game they on like Saturday. A good bunch of kids. Yeah, the girls were good, too. That was a, a – that came down to, like, a point. It's no, I'm crazy. talking about the – yeah, the game, the, the, the game that got Kazanga. Uh, yeah, I heard that was, like, yeah, a yeah, phenomenal yeah. Yeah, game. Yeah, it was a great game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't watch it because, you know, it was on past my bedtime. And you don't um, care. You're, like, no, you're, you're I more, don't. I thought you were more of an oh, NBA oh, person in college. No, I I'm like not really a big – I'm not no. a big college hoops person. I'm really I like more college. Of well, I'm sort of of the as long as Duke doesn't win, I'm good. <laughs> and let's face it, boys and girls, if I could be, you know, it's the last time you get to see that many white Americans playing basketball. <laughs> so you're kind of like, where are the tall white men mm-hmm. <laughs> there? And that's it. And then the and then they disappear unless you're Chris Mullen. Right. Um, That's hilarious. I love um, Do we want to talk a little bit about verses and then go into law and order? Yeah, listen, here's the thing. I don't really, you know, you and I have talked about this before. We're both kind of over the moment of it all. and But especially since, can I just say I'm mad that they sold it? Because I do think ownership is important. And I think Who'd they talk, sell? Who'd they sell to? I believe they sell it to like Apple. 
I think they, didn't they sell it to Apple? What, um, Swiss Beats and Timberland yeah, sold it to Apple? Yeah, I think they sold it to Apple. That would make sense that, I mean, to Apple Music or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something like that. That would make sense. I just hope they still have the ownership in it because I think ownership is really important. If you're going to keep doing these things, please tell me you have ownership in it and you didn't just sell it to Apple. Anyway, listen, I didn't watch all of it, but I will tell you when I turned on and heard the few times I clicked in, motherfuckers was singing their faces yeah. off. Philip yeah. Bailey was singing his face off. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just like Ron Isaac was singing his face off. I'm like, once, oh, we okay. fig- once we figured out that that was Ron Isley, because <laughs> nobody, I was like, who is that nice gray-haired man I sitting mean, he on the couch? He was laced and dipped. First of all, they came in. This yeah. just reminds me. You know what it did? It made me sad for some of today's artists. I'm like, listen to these songs. Oh, they yeah. still sound amazing. They still have everybody twisting out. And you try to compare it to anything that's coming out today. There's not a thing that gives me any of the feelings of what that shit was giving. Well, Isley Brothers, a hit in six decades. They have right. had a hit record in six decades. I, too, dipped in and out because uh, 90 Day Fiance season finale. Yeah. Uh, did anybody get married? Yeah, most of them got married. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, um, but the ones the reunion shows in two weeks. I'll recap it for you. But um, you know, and also I have the attention span of a gnat, and I'm watching t- I, I'm watching something on my phone and stuff. But I, you know, look, I I I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. I love Isley Brothers. I love Isley Brothers more, to be really honest with you. But I don't. But I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. It was a perfect matchup. Steve Harvey needed to be taken outside and slapped. He was the MC. He made it all about him. You know what's really funny? Every time I clicked on, I never actually saw him. I just heard what people were saying about him. First of all, I, you know, full I don't find him funny. I don't find him funny. Dude, I can't stand him either. Yeah, no, I, I don't, don't know him. why he gets I'm, under my skin. You know, he gets under your skin does. because he's like a corner cop. He's a corny, corny motherfucker, but he's a corny motherfucker. He has a mean. You can see he's mean. There's something mean about him. I don't want to get like, le- you know, we'll get like hate letters from like church but ladies. Allegedly. I, allegedly, I don't like him. I don't like his suit. Yeah. So I do enjoy. There's nothing I like more than a man in an ill-fitting Steve Harvey suit <laughs> with the neighbor collar. But it was great. Um, if they did sell it, and they, I, I have to imagine both Swiss and Timberland are no dummies. I have to imagine they have right. ownership. So let's hope that. All right. An important thing happened last week, Courtney. An important, important monument moment in American history. Elliot Stabler came back to Law and Order. Now, I don't know if you know this about me. (laughs) (laughs) I think blind people know this about you. (laughs) But I tend to watch three things. Yourself in the mirror. A a 4 a.m. newscast (laughs) because I have weird insomnia hours. Still? Uh, Yeah, sometimes. But I'm sleeping much better now, actually. But I still wake up really early. But I'm sleeping much, much better. Uh, Sports, you know, everybody knows and what is on my TV in the other room in the background playing? Law and Order. Dun, 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 and dun, I have not dun, loved SVU in a really long really time. Really long time. Me neither. 
Me neither. And I probably have not tuned into a new episode of SVU in a long time until last week to see. Me Daniel. too. <laughs> I haven't watched it because I just, I, I just. I don't I like mean, the new cops. It doesn't, I don't like the new cops. That show does not work without the no, right police. No, and it's like, and, and Mariska Hargitay, who is my Hungarian homegirl, so I do mm-hmm. want to root you for know, her. I love her. That's my girl. Yeah, but her. she's overacting like crazy, and I, mm-hmm. it, it's just too much, and it's like Kelly yes, is annoying, yeah. or yeah, Amanda, like, whatever her name is, yeah. they're all annoying. Um, there's, there's not that, the thing about Dick Wolf and all of his Law and Order shows was he was always good about putting together the cop duo, even when once somebody left, that keeps that show moving. And I feel like SVU still does not have that combination. They don't have chemistry. None of these people. But, but you watched Nabler's new show. So I watched watch, part of it. I did watch okay, part good. of it. Now, the fact that how they brought him back the Kathy angle is uh, crazy. Uh, so let's we don't know if anybody is Well, it's right, because if people haven't seen it, we don't want to say what happened and be the spoiler. But that angle is crazy. Uh, and I thought that the w- one, the way they flipped the Lauren on the theme, see, this is my geekdom. The way they flipped the modernized Lauren on the theme song, song for his show is great. And I like the way they film his show. It's really good. It's wait. good. You like the new Law and Order theme song? I hate it. I like it. Yeah, I like ah! it. Okay, and there's also no dun dun. There's no dun dun. Well, because his show is, if you notice his show and the way they do it, it's one long continual story. I so know, but you need a dun dun. No, I don't think his. I don't think you his need organized crime needs the dun dun. You need a dun dun. No, no. I only watch it when, and you're gonna laugh when I tell you this. You, this is gonna show you how much my brain is atrophied during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's too much talking and plot going on. I'm confused. <laughs> And there's no subtitles. Right. I'm, uh, yeah, please. <laughs> On the episodes you see 80 times, you're like, I'm upset. I can't, I can't right. follow along with No, this. I can't, <laughs> really. It's, wait, it's new Law and Order and there's a plot I haven't yeah. seen before and no, I have to pay it, attention? I can't deal good. with this. It is good. It is, and you do have to pay attention because it is a no. continual story. No, and I don't want to see those stabler children. I'm not interested I in those like, you know, I like the stabler kids. I like that the original kids came back. I like that. Who names the kid Dickie? That's all right. I want to say. But it was great. Here's what I hope. And then we can Uh, move. Here's what I seriously, seriously do hope. I uh, hope that they don't make this an Olivia and Elliot fucking thing because I I don't don't want to see that. They're not going to make it that. I don't want to see that. They're not going to make it that. They won't. Not at Uh, this point. They won't. No. And and it is interesting how they're handling Elliot Stable, road cop, in the age of like, maybe we shouldn't let the police beat up people. But Mm. it'll be interesting to see who goes on. Anyway, so... Uh, if you're a Law and Order geek, last night was like the Beatles getting back together, or last week. I mean, it really was like 10 mm-hmm. years in the making. Um, all right. And justice for Kathy. That's all I got to say. Justice for Kathy. Kathy. <laughs> Kathy. 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 That actress was so beautiful, too. I, yeah, I love Kathy. Kathy. I love her Kathy. Her character is always great. I love yeah. Kathy in their house in Queens with their mm-hmm. 5,000 children. Mm-hmm. All right. <sighs> And Kathleen, who's always turning it out. No, who's the one that was bipolar? Kathleen. Kathleen. All right, so mm-hmm. a kid was missing because there was Dickie, Elliot, not Elliot, Eli, uh, oh, yeah. another girl. Kath- there was one girl missing. Kathleen was there, but maybe I think on this week, because this week is Kathleen. Oh, well, 
All right, whatever. I'm hoping maybe they'll bring Ellen Burstyn back to play the mother. Oh, play, who played the mother? Oh, she did Ooh. play the mother. And she was great. Who played Olivia's mother? Who was it? It's a famous actress. Who played oh, really? Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on. Keep talking. <laughs> Keep going while we're talking. All right, I'm going to do the lead in. All right. So, um, all right. Demi Lovato. I. New York Magazine, their online site, has done, and I'm not even lying, in the past week, six articles about Demi Lovato and her record and her documentary. Now, I have to start off by saying this. Demi Lovato seems like a perfectly nice person. Oh, I love Elizabeth Ashley. <laughs> That's who played her mother. Oh. Her mother was on a, a, like an episode or two before you know, yeah, she yeah, died. Yeah. So I can't remember. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah. really went off base. But yeah, I love sorry. Elizabeth uh, Ashley. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I love a, I love a hard living, chain smoking, <laughs> witchy <laughs> voice <laughs> woman. Uh, right. Yeah, and it. she's cat in a hot tin roof. <laughs> no, I love Elizabeth Ashley. All right. Anyway. Well, that's because Olivia's real mother in real world, uh, Olivia's real mother is Jane Mansfield. Jane Mansfield, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Go, Jane. All right. So back to Demi Lovato. Oh, Demetria. Okay. So here's the thing. And, and, and I'm being very serious. I have to preface this by saying that I, she seems like a perfectly nice person and I am no way, shape, or form trying to, uh, belittle, negate, question, any of the things she's going through, mental illness is no joke. We all know people, ourselves probably included, just undiagnosed, who deal with it. Right. Drug addiction, alcohol addiction, these are no joke. I mean, right. this is serious, serious Absolutely. shit. Sexual abuse, no joke. Uh, trauma, no joke, no joke. It's just getting to the point with her, and I believe everything she says, but it's just because she has a new documentary out. Um, called, oh my god, I wrote down the name and now I can't find it, like the something devil something with the devil something with the devil, devil. it's something with the devil, devil. Um, it's just kind of getting to the point and she has a new album out and it's a YouTube documentary it's just getting to the point with her and with a lot of other these young stars where it, it at some point you're like why are you sharing all this with us? are you sharing it with us so that we can see ourselves in you and be better people? Are you sharing it to kind of purge yourself? Is it performative? Because, and it's also the fact that she's talking about making an album and it's been getting great reviews. I'll be honest, she's not someone I really pay attention to, but supposedly it's a great album and that's cool. But you shouldn't make an album about how you're sober and conquering and being sober when you have then in also said that you still smoke weed and drink and that's the way you're handling your sobriety and every couple of weeks you get injections of something to block opioids uh, you're not sober what and and here's, and that's not a judgment i'm no, saying but don't put it out judgment. what 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 you're saying is it's kind of how i feel a little bit it's like we've been on this ride with her for now i feel like a very long time and right. what i worry about is her trauma is becoming part of the art mm-hmm. and so now it's it is a sort of it's her life but it's being played out as performance art and just from being around having friends who've dealt with addiction and seeing that up close knowing what that really takes to absolutely conquer it and the focus and the drive I don't know if it is the healthiest way to always have all of your art surrounded around 
right the your health in any sort of way and i think some of that is really private and i think for you to overcome it and to have a successful life because it is a lifestyle change it is it's not about well i'm doing this today it's about it's like people in diets right diets don't really work it is you have to change the habits change right all of that kind of stuff so when i see her and it's been a few years of there's been overdoses there's been crazy crazy stuff. crazy stories yeah. i just worry that as a young person who's grown up in the system of you know being a disney kid and having a lot of young fans and sharing and social media that sometimes they don't know when you have to be able to separate your art from your actual human self and really take care of your human self. I'm not saying you can't write about it. I'm not saying you can't talk about it. But now it always seems like there are certain people, and we've seen this, you know, you and I have been around long enough. We've seen people who make the trauma of their life becomes part of their art. And there's some people, and and, and I'm not saying this is her, but there's some people who, you know, get that thing where, People like them when they're sad. They like them when they're going through all right, that. Right, exactly. Like, well, that's yeah. when the best is coming out of them, and that's not healthy either. And some people also feel like my best is coming out of me when I'm really going through something. So I, I just worry about it always having to be a public it's display. The, it's, yeah, it's the publicness of it. And, again, I mean, I know people, we've all struggled with our stuff, and, I mean, there is a reason why it's called Narcotics Anonymous, uh, Alcoholics right. Anonymous, because right. there is – and I understand she's a, and this is not in any way, I mean, I support, I don't know the woman, but obviously she seems like a very nice person. And we want her to be well. She's yeah, a of young course. lady. You know, she, I don't well. care. She can do whatever, you know, honestly, you know, but there just seems to be almost a checklist that young performer, it's like, you know, the drugs and then the sexual abuse. And I'm not saying this doesn't happen. Of course it happened. And then it's like, I'm, I'm gay. I'm bi. I'm pansexual. It's like, just, and I and I get worried, like you said. I'm I'm like maybe don't fixate so much on it because when you're having you know people singing happy sobriety to you when you're on stage or when you're talking about it, like you're not. Are you doing the work if everyone is watching you work? That puts a lot of pressure on you. And and her sobriety is not the kind of sobriety that you or I or the average person can have. It really isn't, you and know. Listen, so and it's really hard when you're famous like that. People will bring you anything like like she said, when she told I thought it was heartbreaking to hear that she was kind of sexually assaulted in a way and left for dead and you just figure, yeah, that world, you would think somebody's going to be like, "Hey, I've got your back." And it's just, I don't know, it's dangerous. And I worry for the young people because you can't, I I absolutely understand growing up in the world in an environment of sharing. But to really do the work for yourself, you don't need the opinions of 20 million people. You, you don't have to need, go really do that work for your yourself. album. Your your you can write about. There have always been artists who write about addiction and write absolutely. about their personal. Yes, but if, if this seems a little too tied in. This seems like promotion at the same time, and it's worrisome because it's well, like, okay, what happens if I'm not saying it will, but what happens if the album flops? She has tied her personal life right, so much into right. this, and I don't know. It, well, it's you remember, weird... I said, I think I said something early on. When we were doing this show. Remember back in the day, and I used to say, it 
Stop taking your cues from people whose idea it is to sell you something. Right. People, because the thing is, it will sound really good, and there are parts. I think you should, you can be inspired by certain stories, and if that can give you the strength to be like, I know I can do this. I've seen somebody do it. Right. You see an example, but it's not a roadmap for you. No, not you at all. You know what I mean? And it is not a roadmap. And that, and I just want that. I want any person struggling to be well. I always worry about the entertainment aspect of it because the truth of the matter is when you're putting out these records and it's a YouTube documentary and all of that stuff, it is business. It yeah. is business. There, there's no way to oh, separate sorry. the two. And oh, I heard the kitty. There's no, no the, way to the separate. cat literally just was like, I object to this. I am a Demi Lovato fan. And she just literally knocked over the mic. She's yeah, like, I just want her to be healthy. I want any person struggling yeah, to be healthy. Yeah, and her sobriety. I want anybody in the public, these young kids. I The pressure of, listen, I think about some of the shit that still affects me as a almost 54-year-old man, just some years back to play out of my head. I can't imagine if it all plays out in front of the world. I can't imagine going through no, my yeah. insecurities in front of the world. So I have a lot of empathy for her and for young people. But like you, I also see where it's like the mixture of the two doesn't always make me comfortable because there is a business that it's like, all right, my pain can – Maybe it can help somebody, yes. But it's also the weird part where it's like, are you okay? Are you fully where you need to be before any of this is even coming out? Well, maybe it can help somebody, but it's also, and then we can switch. It, it, her, her, she is, look, it's, it's like she is, and it's great, she is able to have a lifestyle towards her sobriety that none of us can have. Okay, right. so she is working on this, but I, I look, we'll, I mean, I, I just find it, I'm always very nervous when people are advertising stuff like that. I feel like some stuff needs to be kind of, you, you, you know, be sober for a long period of time. You've been sober for two yeah. years. This is not, don't advertise it, because I know plenty of people, and I'm sure you do, who, so well, off the way. We, well, we've seen her. This is, the, yeah. this is two years from this time. She was sober before, and we've seen – that's the thing. We've seen her have these stumbles, which is what addiction is. Yes. It is a, not yeah. a straight road. It not at is, all. It, it is not a straight road, so that is not a judgment. I just worry that sometimes it's like make your music, say what you have to say. There's certain things that's like just because you – as a person who's like, especially if you're saying, but I still do these things. It's like, you know, yeah. what's the message you're putting out? Do yeah. you think to some of these other people, well, she can do some of the things like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a private personal message for you. Right. Yeah. That I think there are parts that are okay to keep to yourself. Private. That yeah. is my thing. People have to, you, because you share does not mean you owe the world everything. There are things you can keep to yourself. It is I okay think so to too. keep shit to yourself. All right. Yeah. Speaking of keeping things to ourselves, all right. <laughs> Someone explain the army hammer thing to me, please. I'm still trying to figure it the fuck out. I, all right. I can't yeah. figure it out. It's I like, can't okay. figure it out. When it started, I thought, okay, this is just some, the girls were uncomfortable in some weird fantasy shit. And I blew that off because I was just like this. Listen, yeah. So yeah. everybody... If most people were really honest, what's your deepest, weirdest sexual fantasies? People would probably say some crazy shit. So that right. But then I started hearing like rape and different. I was like, well, wait a minute. What? What? 
I'm still not sure. I'm not. Happening. I'm still not sure. But um, it seems to be coming from a million directions, and I yeah. know he was married, and maybe the wife has divorced him or divorced. I think him. they're divorcing, and he's been dropped from numerous projects. His agents have dropped him. Um, yeah, I mean, him being into some kinky shit, whatever, as long as no animals are harmed during the making of this movie, I don't care. Right. Um, rape is obviously, ah, oh my God, are, are we still there? Are you still there? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Spoonie now walked across the keyboard. I love the fact the Spoonie, first of all, everybody, anytime I've been there, Miss Spoonie is like, I'm not, wait, Spoonie's the one I've met, right? Well, kind of met. Spoonie's the, the white cat, white and uh, the uh, white cat, and and, and Strudel is the cow is the the striped cat. They're yeah. both out and about now, but Strudel really doesn't care about my multimedia activities no, or the like, teaching. Well, yes. uh, like, excuse me, hi, excuse hi. me, I'm just gonna walk across. Yeah, Russian. I don't miss thing. I have no idea what's happening. I just don't. Well, rape is one. I mean, no, rape. I mean, rape allegations are very different from somebody saying, "I want to chew you." Okay, that's a little weird and creepy. (laughs) But like, is he is he Jeffrey Dahmer? I mean, it's very weird. Okay, so I don't understand that. All right, so we've agreed. We don't understand it. Okay, the Ti and Tiny thing. What is that? What's going on here? Okay, so I think the issue there is. You know, they evidently, allegedly, like, you know, do like a lot of couples do and bring other people into their home. But some of the women are now saying that they were forced into situations, I think. And some of them are saying that they might have been given drugs and then made to do stuff. And and, and it just, I, and I, I'm not sure, but if I remember correctly, some of them, somebody was saying they might have been 17 and that. It's some weird shit. They're, listen, Atlanta bullshit. Atlanta, again, Atlanta. I was going to say, <laughs> I also wanted to say, wasn't Candy Burns also? Shout out to also, my friends in Atlanta. Shout out Can- to Atlanta. But y'all, honey, yeah, that's the thing about thing. rich people and Atlanta. Rich people everywhere are freaky deaky. But the thing right. about Atlanta is, you know, Atlanta is a city to me. I mean, you can agree or disagree with me. Let us know when you hear this in the comments. But a lot of people in Atlanta seem to be on a come up, too. So it's a weird place. Yeah. A lot of amazing people. And then the entertainment section of Atlanta seems to invite, because, you know, Atlanta has this whole successful music scene, but a lot of weird shit and weird energy. So I don't know. T.R. and Tiny thing is very confusing also because... But didn't Candy... Now, didn't Candy Burris also get accused of, like, having dungeon sex with Portia or something? Maybe yeah, it's an but escape. Maybe but, it's escape. Maybe yeah, it's but, this, but the thing is with Candy... Right. The thing about <laughs> Candy is Candy made that sh- got that shit straightened all the way out and yeah. it was very clear. It was like... Because, especially because Candy has a sex business, you know, with sex right. stories, she was like, I'm not playing that. What you will, ne-, you know, she still told, and that was cleared up very interest, it, very fast. BH1, like, stopped production on their show. I don't even think the reruns are running. Yeah. And it's interesting how it's gotten very quiet. So I don't know if that is deals are being worked out, but whatever that shit is between them and Deshaun Watson, who I'm, I'm a big Deshaun Watson fan, and then. Who's Deshaun Watson? He is the quarterback for the Houston Texans. How do, wait a minute. Oh, him. Yeah, he's a and, well, he's yeah. That's and, yeah, and yeah. you know he got a really big contract, a lot of money guaranteed last year. He's trying to force his way out of Houston, and all of a sudden now there are twenty some odd women 
I just, I don't even know. Can I just tell you something, Amy? I believe. It's I mean, exhausting. come on. You, it, yeah, but I mean, the Tia and Tiny thing, I will say one thing, though. Mm-hmm. If they were like, it, it kind of says, it, it's almost like it should be a bigger story than it is, and maybe because she's well, like. Well, it was huge for, it was huge for a while, but you know, we're in the 24-hour news cycle. They actually got about two weeks out of it. But yeah. I think because you get people, the thing about all of these stories is now, if you don't come with any kind of proof, people will give you the coverage for a couple of days, but you need like a video and pictures and things for our media to really take it to that yeah, other yeah. level to say this is it. Because now it really is their word against theirs. They're I so- would not be surprised if it were true to some extent. And that's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. To some extent. I wouldn't be, extent. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some truth in there. I wouldn't be surprised with just from dealing in the music industry and some of the things I've dealt with throughout my years. If some of it is some Atlanta come up bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You I know think it's I mean? a little so, tough. Cause, Cause there's a lot of people in there. So I'm like, you know, listen, I, I think you and I have said this all a, a million times. Is everybody lying? Like when it starts becoming numbers where you're just like, Okay, like this is crazy. Is everybody like, so lying? Well, here's one person that all of America can agree is guilty of sin, even if he did nothing. Matt fucking Gates. Okay, never has a man. He makes Ted Cruz look like. I mean, Matt Gates. You know you're bad. You, how do you know you're bad? You know you're bad when no one is defending you because the Republicans hate his monkey ass. Guess what? Ugh, when, so if, you're a person, if you are a person who really feels and you're an intuitive person, the eyes are the window to people's soul. You will be able to tell some shit there's a feeling. When I look at him, Dead I, I just, the, and the guilt is all Dead. over him. Dead. I see him. And I'm well, like, I don't think he's guilty. No, you, you've done, I'm like, I don't know what it is you've done. I'm not going to say one of the million things that are coming out you've done, but it's in your eyes that there's guilt. So which one is it? Oh, no, is no. Is it all of them? Is no, it he, some of them? He, he is guilty of something, but he feels no guilt. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't think. Well, he, right now yeah. he's in the full, ha, trying to make a defense where there's none that really makes sense. And then, mistake. <laughs> The, I, then isn't there like an adopted Cuban son that came? Oh, out that is, yeah, yeah, Nestor, poor Nestor, poor Nestor. <laughs> well, somebody, poor, well, I mean, the thing that's actually really in hindsight. Well, first of all, uh, there's a couple things that, according to you know news sources, that nobody mm-hmm. in the Republican Party is surprised by this. So that's right. terrifying because he's a, he's a glad hand. He's a showboater. He's never done anything legislative. Yeah, but that's just it. They all know the real truth. They right. know the show. So they know who's a dick and who's a liar because they've been doing this show. So no, now when people right. get caught, they're not gonna, they're not gonna defend the people who've been doing that. They're just no, like, but nobody cares down. about it. And the other thing that's creepy about him is that he's the only person who voted against a sex trafficking bill to ban sex trafficking. So, so that's big, like yeah. saying, I want to vote for cancer. Who's for sex trafficking? And he also voted that you should not, that revenge porn should not be uh, illegal, that it should be okay to share revenge porn. So there you go with that him. Le- but that, le- that there you go. You know, everything you need to know. There you go. Right I mean, there. yeah, everything he's all. Can you imagine? Can you, uh, who says, 
I don't think. I don't think the sex trafficking bill has it in what it means. I mean, define sex trafficking. Okay. He's like, why? Why do we need? Very like, why do we need this? I don't. Right. But she told me she was eighteen. Okay, sure, Matt. Nice Uh, girl. So he's guilty of sin. I don't care. There, you don't need a trial for him. He's guilty of sin. He's horrible. uh, I can't stand him. I I cannot wait for him to just implode. Here's the thing. I have Republican friends. Oh, you do. keep saying that. Why? Why do I you have, have Republicans? I look at them sometimes and I'm like, listen, there are people in the Democratic Party I hate. But some of these motherfuckers, I'm looking at them like, how do you defend this? Well, they're not. Just because he's a yeah. Republican? Like, how, you can't, how do you, like, this is crazy. This, these people are straight up, like, criminals. They're straight up criminals. Well, that's what I'm saying. The thing is interesting. Like, Cuomo, no one... like, listen, you don't see, none of the Democrats are like, oh, listen, I like Cuomo as our governor, but I'm not standing back saying, but you know what? You should stay. Bro, you, you, all but of none shit, of, you I'm gotta saying, go. If you right. did the shit that these women are saying you did, you gotta go. Well, but the thing is, that's what I'm saying. Nobody is defending Matt Gates. Nobody's well, saying anything. <laughs> Let's see, right? No, nobody. But it doesn't matter. But, but what I'm trying to say is, is that mm. he is universally loathed. So he mm. has nobody who's saying right. this couldn't be. Even his boy. No, because it's like he's guilty. He's fucking right, guilty. Right. And he's just some rich boy who bought himself a seat. I cannot wait for him to implode. Right. I. It makes me happy. Um, I right. tell my friends about Bill Cosby. I was I got into a real debate with this dude about Bill Cosby's black dude in the bar once, and he was like, you know, you should. He's a. I was like, we have to stop doing that as black people. Just because you're black doesn't mean you can't commit a crime. Just because I loved you on TV, I said you don't know Bill Cosby. I was like, Bill Cosby has been Bill Cosby since the '50s, and I said Bill Cosby hung around with a whole bunch of those comedian and men. I said you notice when this shit finally came up. Not one of those men who were his friends for 40, 50 years, not one of those powerful men was like, they that's my know. friend. He would never do anything like that. Not right. one. And right. to me, that is the true tale of when people know you do some shit. When your powerful friends who you have been friends with forever are not the first ones to be like, not my guy. Well, that's why you should be nice to people, because when you're not nice to people, they won't defend you, right? Well, how about don't do fucked up shit? Well, there's that too, but I'm saying that. What we notice is it always comes out in the wash. Right. It doesn't matter if it's 10 years, 20 years. Florida, man. All right, let's... um, are you listening? I haven't been really listening to a lot of new music, but I've been playing been in a Nordic. I know. I've been playing a lot of Bowie lately. Really? I've just been, I've just been playing um, Station to Station, which I think is my favorite album of his. Nice. It really is. And I've been playing Station to Station, and I've been playing Young Americans a lot. I've just, um, I don't know, I've just been, maybe I'm getting my Luther fix in too, but I haven't really been listening to a lot. Uh, not for nothing, shout out to us. We got so many rave reviews for our last playlist. Everybody was loving it, Courtney. Oh, thank you. That was good. Loving it. Um, uh, so um, I've been listening to that because I just thought it was so fabulous. But I haven't listened to anything new. I've, not- I've, I've been listening. I've been, I, for some reason, I've just been in the mood to dance because it's spring. and So I've been playing a lot of my old Paradise Garage type records and um, just 
finding old vinyl that I lost from the fire and just replacing it. And that's the latest one was my Yoko Ono Cape Clear. Oh my God. With the, it has the walking on thin ice, uh, 19, Jonathan Watt, 1985 re-edit that is so just the, it just brings me to a place on the dance floor at the garage where I just was like, wow. So, you know, I've been doing that. I loose ends, like I told you before. Blondie. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of Blondie. Like, Interesting. All right. Yeah. The Auto American album. Been on repeat for whatever oh, yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. yeah, no, I just been um I we want to wrap things up on a on a on a serious on a serious note and yeah. just uh, acknowledge um Sadly, we are taping this on a Tuesday. It will drop on a Thursday. So sadly, we don't know how this set story will end, but we certainly uh, want to recognize the legacy and the, and the creative importance of Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. He is currently on life support in White Plains. He suffered a heart attack. Um, his, you know, his life has been troubled. He's always been very open that he's had addiction problems that preceded him being famous. He has had a checkered past, but from the music is undeniable. He was the first, maybe still the only album to, uh, artist to have his first four records go number one on the Billboard charts, uh, which is really important considering that he's a rap artist uh, by all accounts. Um, a really nice well, guy. Well, yeah, I'll say the first. That's changed by now. But he, but he, I think he might have been. Was. Yeah, 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 he was. He yeah. was, yeah. But, Listen, um, he, has, he has a, he has a tremendous career and it's just, you know what's really sad about this story? It's just that, man. It's just, it was, it, it, it's the story of addiction. I mean, it and, really and, is. And it's the thing that we were talking about earlier and it's like, he, you know, some people were always passing me clips of his because when he'd make clips online, he would always be saying something that was kind of prolific, really smart guy. Yeah. And I just want people to take care of themselves. Just take care of yourself. Yeah, and 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 this is not a stardom thing. This is just an it's an it's a sickness. It, it well, everybody not... has nothing, to, you know, because he had every resource. You think about every resource in the world available to that man. And everybody would try to help him, and it is just—it's a disease. It's, it's a, a disease. sadness, and it's a sickness. And, and well, I have I gonna... empathy for anybody going. Yeah, through. no, of course. And like I said, I um, not to be the Duchess of Doom, but it does not look good for him. I mean, he right. is—he is in intensive care. But the point is, is that just you know to acknowledge. How great he owned New York. He was the sound of New York City hip hop in in the early nineties. And um, yeah, because where Puppy and those cats, you know, had a New York style Rough Rider, very, all that, and stuff. it was very glossy. Like yeah. this was the street for no, real. he was great. So and yeah, he carried that with him through all of those records. Yeah, you know. So we want to, you know, for anybody listening or you know, we're sending who's a prayer, fan. we're sending light, we're sending love, we're sending energy. We're enveloping his family, his children with love and light. Yeah, and we're just asking you all, you know, take care of yourselves. You know, yeah, take care. Of um, and so uh, we don't want to end in a bummer note, but just an acknowledgement of him. Um. We will see you next week. Please continue to be safe. Uh, if vaccinations are now open to everyone over the age of 16, so make an appointment if you can do it. Save yourself. Save other people. Be safe. Be happy. Anything else? 
Uh, Court, do you want to yeah, wrap it because, up? Yeah, because, damn it, don't y'all all want Taco Tuesdays again? Oh. I know I do. Can I tell I you something? I, I well, You know how I know it'll all be better when the churro ladies are back on oh, the subways? You know I love the churro ladies. I will love a churro, you know, too. We got to get we got to get a sponsorship, a churro sponsorship. Churro. Churro. All right, so remember, follow us on Instagram. I'm going to let you finish NY, Facebook. I'm going to let you finish all one word. Instagram, finish I'm a, uh, we're on Stitcher, we're on Apple, we're on Google, we're on Spotify. And we're not we, on drugs, though. That's not, important. Right. We're, drug, we're not on drugs. <laughs> follow our, par- <laughs> our partner, Listening Party Presents, on IG. We will see you next week. Bye, guys. Have a great day. Wear your mask, wash your hands, take care of yourself. Deuces. We love y'all. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.